we live in a world of equality, right? Gay rights, gay marriage, and everything else like that. And when that came up, I started to ask questions. What about the rights of trans people? Being gender deviant myself and being on much of a journey, it was definitely a quantified question. Don't worry about that, I was told. You'll fall in under the umbrella of the LGBTQ society. And for the main, gender has become somewhat of a, a hip topic. Unless you actually suffer with this condition and trying to get on in life. And then the closed minds and the narrow minds seem to fall into place. I'll be talking about my journey today and how I am at a crossroads right now where I really, really don't want to go back down this pathway, but feel compelled to do so. Welcome along to the lesser journey of a road travelled. It is one individual's plight with life on life's terms, dealing with the highs, the lows and everything in between. My name is Mickey James, podcaster, motivational speaker, entrepreneur. I created this series of episodes specifically as an invite to you guys to journey with me into my personal life, looking at the challenges that I face on any given day, how I process these challenges, how I use them constructively in my life to be the best version of myself. Okay, so I'm not going to go into the big history of my past. I have a bio on my website that takes you down that kind of journey. My earliest memories being awash with being different and before I could recite the 26 letters of the alphabet I knew that I had to regress inwards to keep myself to myself and I built up barriers unfortunately those barriers separated me from society and um, you know I kind of cruised along creating characters but I didn't get to know who I was Growing up in the 80s, there was a lot of fear and scaremongering around being different. Mental health was never talked about. You always ended up in the nuthouse or the institution or the asylums, and um, they were seen as very, very bad places. And people like me made the headlines of the tabloid papers because it was fun to poke fun at us. We were forced into trades that were uh, very very degrading and demoralizing or we kept it under wraps so much that uh, nobody would ever find out and I vowed that I was going to take this secret to the grave with me until the seam started splitting in 2005 where I started talking about my issues and uh, found myself in a very precarious position thereafter because the people I trusted or I thought I, I should be trusting, were medical professionals. And all they did was ridicule me and poke fun at me and create massive hardships for me to progress and advance forwards. And that really kind of knocked my self-esteem and self-confidence even f further and got me to a point where I didn't want to live. But I couldn't die because I attempted suicide on many occasions. So eventually I gets onto the course of medication and starts getting the treatment that I needed and everything was going tickety-boo. However, 
society had this uh, wonderful way of not allowing me to progress in advance. They held me back. We had the thing of gay marriage go through and I started questioning where gender identity and trans people fitted into the spectrum and um, it was evident from their responses. It's like, well, you're just kind of a tagging along with us because we don't want you on board. Um, and even within the community itself, you start talking to people saying, well, listen, I need to learn how to be, how to be me. And they always refer to you as boy and man and male pronouns that basically you may as well just punch me in the face or stab me because it wouldn't hurt as much. I've seen pain and suffering that is beyond anybody's comprehension. I've seen financial poverty that is unbearable to even think and I'm still facing that right now. And I've seen a level of bullying which is, well, totally degrading and unacceptable. I remember picking a friend of mine up or supposed friend at the time and driving them back from town in my car. And all the way, the whole half a mile, half an hour drive, they were telling me how they would never accept me. That I needed to do something about it to uh, push myself forwards. And basically what they were doing was taking away my level of autonomy and forcing me into a stereotypical class just to prove that I was physiologically different. That people wouldn't believe me. I was never allowed to be myself. And I always set out on this journey to be myself in all, all respects. Down to the people that I'm talking to on the phone on any given day. And of course, I come across with a masculine voice and he, him and everything else. And I just realized why I built those barriers up in the first place. They were a protector from those painful and hurtful comments. But I allowed myself the exploratory to go back within and um, to discover exactly who I was. Part of my college degree, my final year project, something that I am not even proud of writing was a thesis on um, inclusion of transgender people in sports because it's one of those papers that you realize very, very early on, you're going to lose. There's no headroom to move forwards. There's no way of inclusion in any capacity. There is only males and females. There's no allowance for gender fluid, gender neutral or anything else like that. This is a cruel world that we live in. And we have a group of people right now that thinks that this is all okay. It's hip to be gender deviant. It's hip to have 40 odd definitions of gender, male, female, that's it. No more. And um, going through my final year project, I started to question myself started to question my own integrity. To the point when I finished my project, they wanted to give me another eight weeks and I just couldn't face this. I was physically sickened by the whole thing that I had witnessed and experienced. Again, at the time, Sport Ireland here in Ireland, 
were conducting a survey for inclusion and they were dealing with all what they call minority groups. When I sat in on a few meetings with them and I spoke about trans people and how they were going to promote inclusion of trans people, well, that wasn't on the cards for debate. And um, it was definitely something that was never going to be looked at. There was ne It was never on the table to be looked at. I ploughed forward and I wrote my thesis up and, like I say, I got to the back end of it and I was there just get me the hell out of here. I don't want to know this anymore. And I vowed that I was going to allow myself to have this level of ex exploratory within my own self. That I was going to allow myself to see exactly where I was going to go, male or female or whatever it is. And I have done that. And um, it's been a real eye-opener. Recently... Sport Ireland, sorry, not Sport Ireland, the International Olympics Committee announced a, uh, a ban on uh, transgender male to female participants like myself who um, in any of their sports based on the fact that no a trans female would have to compete with males. And, um, you know, that in its own rights has put a kibosh on any kind of advances that we were looking on making going forwards. And again, these young little millennials and whatever you want to call it, think it's hit to one day be Bob and the next day to be Sarah, not knowing what hardships have lay beneath what we, the genuine few, have fought about, fought over. It's hip right now to be that way and... They're not going to change society anytime soon because what I've faced there recently is um, a barrage of indirect comments that make me realise why I regressed in the first place. Talking about protests in the local town there the other day and um, how biological men should be kept out of women's sports. Okay. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. So what that basically says is I don't have the dignified right to be happy. And the way society has treated me over the period of time has kind of reinforced that thing. So I don't have a right to life. I have to be enslaved into this life where I am. Whilst while I'm on my own journey doing that little bit of an exploratory into what I am. I changed my name back to Michael James. On these podcasts and the titles of them, I put my name down as Mike James, and I'll be brutally honest, um, that is the worst self-harm that I could ever, ever imagine. Um, I am at a crossroads right now where testosterone is back in my system and it's causing me excruciating amounts of pain. I sat there in work the other day and I started thinking about things that were going on within my world. Now, there's nobody else influencing me right now. I don't see one person from month to month. I don't go out through the door. I don't engage in society because I don't trust society. I have been let down so, so many times. 
and I've allowed myself to have this level of self-recognition and it still comes up that the level of discomfort and the dysphoria that I feel about my gender is evident that I don't have a say in what goes on and right now I am sitting here with the notions that I want to end my life don't worry there's no immediate panic because I'm also looking on pushing on to the future and pushing on beyond this and dealing with a lot of personal development and things like that I have made a vow to myself that I don't want to die before I've had the opportunity to have lived and what I got to do is push through very very hard to get to the light and society seems to be packing the soil back over me that's the reason why I called the garden of well-being the garden of well-being because you plant the little seed into the ground and you nurture it until it gets to the uh, the light and it starts spurting and shooting and everything else like that and I feel like I'm about to break into that light but I'm also wanting to give up there's a, a photo I seen on the internet there recently with two miners digging for the diamonds and the one has thrown the pick over the shoulder and has turned away just before he breaks through to the diamonds and the other guy is just going and it's about the the whole process of giving up and i am not a quitter even though i have just enunciated that i am at a crossroads where i don't want to live anymore that is just the way things are the way we perceive mental health and alarms of suicide is shocking. It really is shocking. People would be obliged right now to do something about this. And I have taken the whole concept of recovery programs and self-actualization and turned it on its head allow the person that right do you want to live or not have a look at where you are right now give yourself another chance do it tomorrow and that is something that over the last 10 years of my life i have taken with me i've learned all these wonderful coping strategies over the last 10 years but i'm at a place now where it is really tough I said there recently to my own brother that I'm at the crossroads. One is back into self-sabotage and down the pathway of getting ossified and drunk. And I don't want to go down that way. And the other one is to basically encapsulate myself and back into the, 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 the prison chamber that I had grown up in and I had been forced into by society and pretend like nothing's happened or the other way is to say absolutely screw it i'm going to be myself i am going to express myself in whatever way i feel whether you like it or not i am here and by the way don't get in my way because i've seen more battles in my life with society than you could ever shake a stick at 
And as to these little millennials where you get shot down for making comments on social media about gender, there is only male and female. And you get shot down for it. You really do. And you get these people coming back to you saying, you're a bigot. Really? You don't know what you're talking about. Really? I'm going to mention a few little people here and we're talking about influential people within the trans community um and you know and i go in and i start mentioning these people and i says go and read the book debunking the myths on gender by dr deborah so and i start looking at this that and the other one start looking at dr lydia foy and the first trans female who literally fought for the rights of um, people within the community and then start looking at the other side the monsters dr kenneth zuckerman former psychiatrist and psychologist uh with the canadian institute of psychology who was also a panelist for the um DSM, Diagnostic Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, and um, was writing about gender incongruence, gender dysphoria, and things like that, but also had his own mind-blowing tips of reparative therapy. Sit down there, you little boy. And I remember contacting Dr. Zuckerman, who was very, very defensive when anybody from the trans community approached him and I turned around and said I'm intrigued by your theories how long have you been practicing this and he was like oh 25 years well I'm 38 and I've been practicing that since the age of three so that is not yours that is mine get over it little boys have this thing between your legs my mother's mental torture and everything else like that and um little boys are like this and little girls are like that stereotypical conditioning and this is something that we are up against and it's something that is going to be very very hard to break through but i also feel like i am caught in the crossfire right now that i can neither move forwards nor backwards unless i'm either going to be suffering my entire life and blocking out society and not going out through the door like I have done. Or I'm going to live in freedom and liberation of what I come to know. And I'm choosing the latter. And if it's wrong to be like that, and if people want to uh, have narrow-minded and closed mindsets and start talking about how trans females have meat and two veg and all the rest of it, well... Walk a mile in my shoes, and if you get as far as I am, keep fucking walking, because I, I don't want the things back. I really don't want the things back. You know, this is not a pleasant journey. This is not something that I have chosen lightly again. This is something that I've been forced into, because I don't have a say in what is going on. This isn't a lifestyle choice. This isn't something that I have sexual fantasies over. It is me in my entirety and it is something that I have 
I have not chosen lightly. And if you can't respect that and respect those viewpoints, then start looking at yourself. Because that's where it all begins. You are imprisoning me into a life of slavery. So why should I allow you to be free within your lives? Start looking at yourselves and realize where you are tortured. Where you are so humiliated within everything. And a lot of it comes down to pride and wanting to be that alpha male type dominant character that you're trying to build up a bravado and everything else like that. And I've seen this with people. And you mentioned about being beta. And they turn around and go, no, I'm alpha. And he's like, no, you're not, you're beta. Everything about you is that. And they go around with this over-exaggerated swagger and swaying the shoulders and everything else. Going, all you have to do is open your mouth and start talking. Beta, there you go. Something that we can't get away from. And society is creating its own construct. People are creating their own constructs to personalize and individualize themselves. So why can't I? So with that said, I think I've said enough on this. It is definitely something that's going to be coming up in the coming times. If you're liking a lot what you're listening to, head over to our Facebook page, Wild Atlantic Ways Media, and consider subscribing to this podcast to get more information. Until next time, stay safe, take care, and catch you later.